eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for... Here we go, here we go, here we go. Kickoff. With Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. Presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it. And Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. It's week 17, National Football League. I mean, Bo- Boomer and I off the air were just doing our favorite Darnay Scott memories, late Bengals, and it evokes, Boomer, some stuff here with Joe Flacco uh, just coming in, lighting it up, <laughs> much like you did your last year in Cincy. Um, what is going on with this? It's really hard to explain. And by the way, Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year to all of our listeners out there. I I would just say this, that uh, it's remarkable what's happening. And congratulations to the Cleveland Browns, Joe Flacco, Kevin Stefanski, and the Browns fans finally. uh, Since Baker Mayfield left, they hadn't had a playoff run, and now they finally have one. And what's amazing to me, Mike, is that they're doing this with their fourth and fifth offensive tackles, their third running back, their starting wide receiver doesn't even play against the New York Jets on Thursday night, and Flacco still throws for over 300. So the way I look at this, uh, my last year in the NFL was uh, 1997. I played the last five games with the Cincinnati Bengals. We had a very young and very good team, but it was just it wasn't led properly, and all it needed was a little bit of uh, leading and just uh, a little bit of – you know, patting on the back and getting everybody involved. And next thing you know, we went off on a five-game run, which was amazing. We averaged over 30 points a game. So I see a lot of that in what's going on with Joe Flacco. He looks about as cool as he's ever looked to me. I know he's always been Joe Cool, and maybe it didn't work out here with the Jets, and maybe the Jets made a mistake by not bringing him back after Aaron Rodgers got hurt. But quite frankly, he's in the right spot, and he's he's playing about as well as he's ever played. He's comeback player of the year. Stefanski's your coach of the year. You know what else I couldn't help but think? And, and, and again, it's, it's easy to say, I guess. And it, You look at the Browns and what they gave up to get to Sean Watson. You know, if they had just stuck with Baker Mayfield, who's about to earn a contract in Tampa, my opinion, 
man, think about how much better the team could be if you weren't spending a quarter bill fully guaranteed and give up three first-round picks. Yeah, it's crazy uh, what, what they're doing and, and how it's this whole thing has come about. Now, you know, it's interesting. Joe Flacco, is he going to be back there next year? <laughs> I mean, is that going to be a, a situation? And, you know, is Deshaun Watson going to be able to flourish if Joe Flacco's in the room? I mean, this is probably one of the reasons why Joe Douglas did not want to bring Joe Flacco back because he didn't want to stunt the growth of one yeah. Zach Wilson, who's already been stunted. But I, uh, it's a weird, really weird situation happening in Cleveland. It's a great situation right now, and it's a great story. Um, but, you know, in the offseason, that's when it really gets oh, it's interesting. Gonna be fun. Oh, it's going to be. It'll. It's never dull. It's going to be like Cleveland. Denver. Yeah. Uh, we'll get. Why don't we just get to that right now? Let's hit the rundown. The NFL rundown. It's one of the wilder situations. Look, it was no secret Sean Payton and, and Russ weren't exchanging Christmas cards, but the stories that have come out and Boomer give you all the runway with it i've never seen anything like it the reports come out they asked him to adjust his deal in october for this very reason oh by the way still go out there and lead us still go out there and let's continue to try to make the playoffs then that's gone so are you i the math on this is crazy i mean they're gonna have almost 50 million in just dead space on their cap next year he will be gone before march but Take me through your initial reaction to it and, and, and where this goes. Well, it reminded me a lot of what the Raiders did with Derek Carr last year. Uh, you know, they sat him for the last couple of games and they basically said, you're gone. And they're going to deactivate Russell. I don't know if they're going to put him as the backup quarterback. That would be really, that'd be hardcore Oof. to me. I mean, you know, it sounds to me like they're going to deactivate him. Um, I, he's not going to be there. It doesn't feel like he's going to be there. And all of us can speculate why Sean Payton's doing this. Now, Sean Payton publicly is saying, well, we need a spark on the offense. And Jared Stidham's going to be the spark. Yeah, how so, did he say that with a straight face? Seriously. I, I think he has to say it because of uh, CBA rules and, you know, all the potential legalities from Russell Wilson's side that may come out of this. And there may be legalities that come out of this or legal papers or whatever you want to call it. Um, but there's going to be a, a, definitely a pushback, I would imagine, from the NFLPA, and rightfully so. So this is, a, this is one of these weird things, and this is why I always side with this, the player in the NFL. You know, the NBA is a different story. Hockey's a different story. Baseball's a different story. These contracts aren't guaranteed. These, um, these owners and these general managers will come to these players, and they'll ask them to take pay cuts, much like Joe Mixon did in Cincinnati to stay there. And in this case, uh, you know, you got to remember, Sean, Sean Payton and, and, the, and the Denver Broncos, the ownership there now, the GM there, did not bring in Russell Wilson. And when they came in, I think they realized that they had a problem on their hands and that they wanted to get rid of it. And they were trying to do the best they can with him. Um, I thought they were playing really, really well there for a while. But the last couple of weeks, he's fallen by the wayside. And I think that's one of the reasons why they've done this. Yeah, and again, Peyton has unlimited runway, right? He's got the cachet to pull this off. Next year's largely going to be a lost season. I have no idea where they go to get a QB. But for Russell, any early, I don't know, in your part, is there a fit, an aha moment where you're like, you know what, this is where he belongs? Not at the moment, no. And uh, it's going to be obviously on a very small contract. He's got guaranteed money coming to him still. Yeah. From Denver, so he'll be a bargain next year for somebody. Yeah, and it's and, easy for me to say. I'm not. I'm not counting other people's money. But if I'm Russell Wilson and I'm 36 years old, I, I think a. I need to sign a deal that I can live up to. 
I need to sign a deal where the expectations are going to be realistic and in line with where my abilities are at, and I want to win. He would do himself a service by coming in on a very cheap deal because very, he can't very, live very, up to it. Right. It's a very weird situation, you know, and if we were talking about Joe Flacco last year at this time, we'd be saying the same thing about him. And now look yeah, at <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, Ravens, Niners, let's cover it from both sides. Let's start with the good Ravens, as impressive as it gets. Mike McDonald is defensive Ben Johnson. If you're in the market for a head coach and you want an offensive coach, you hire Detroit Lions OC Ben Johnson. You want a defensive coordinator, defensive head coach, you're looking at Ravens Mike McDonald. What he did to Purdy, he had Purdy seeing ghosts. That was as impressive as it gets from the Ravens. Agree? Yeah, I do. And uh, earlier in the season, there was a point in time where I had them the number one ranked team. And I think that's when San Francisco was going through their little swoon there. And another team went into San Francisco and beat them, uh, much like the Ravens did. And that was the Bengals with Joe Burrow, if you remember. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, the Ravens, uh, I think, probably looked at that that tape and said, OK, what can we do? How can we confuse Brock Purdy? Now, there are a couple tip balls and everything else. And, you know, welcome to the real world, Brock you know, where all of us have had these kind of games. And I would fully expect him to come back and bounce back this week against Washington with a big game. And Kyle Shanahan's going to want to get him a big game, I guarantee you. So, But the Ravens are that good. And, you know, Lamar is now right front and center in the, uh, the, the NFL MVP conversation. And I remember telling you, I think we talked about this last week, that there were two games where, you know, maybe the, the NFL MVP would be decided. And yep. one was the Ravens-San Francisco game. The other one was the Miami and Dallas game. Yeah, and I want to get to that in a second. But one one note on Shanahan, and I don't, I I want to know what you make of it. The stat they flash up there when he's gone into the fourth quarter trailing by eight or more. What is it? Zero and thirty-eight. I was shocked by that. I, I mean, I understand it's hard to do in the NFL. It's hard to make comebacks, but zero and thirty-eight, and you've had some damn good teams. Is that a thing, or is that just a fun stat? Well, I think that's a thing. I think until okay, you, until good. You st- until you stop that thing. That's going to be the narrative that's going to be uh, attached to them now as we get closer to the playoffs. And I I have no doubt that they're going to be the number one seed in the NFC. I'm not worried about that. And I do think that, uh, like I said, Brock Purdy will have a big week this week because I think Kyle Shanahan's going to want to get his confidence back up and, you know, make a statement against the Washington uh, commanders. And that's what they should do. Dolphins, Cowboys, who did the game? Who did it say more about in that game? I think – you know, it was a great game. It was a really well-played game. I, I liked the game. And, you know, obviously there's going to be losers. Um, you know, I thought the Cowboys really laid it on the line. I mean, they came out and they played tough. and But it also brought out toughness that we haven't really seen in the Dolphins. So I kind of think that it shows you that the Dolphins don't always have to score 45 points to win. Uh, that they can get into a game where, you know, it's going to be physical. It's going to be nasty. People are going to be flying all over the place. And they can play. They that showed me something. Now, when we when we fast forward to this week in regards to the Dolphins, they're going to the Ravens. Let's see what they do this week with the number one seed in the AFC on the line. And let's see how this game plays out. Obviously, one of these teams will lose, most likely. It's not gonna be a tie. And to me, we'll find out just who the Dolphins are as they go on the road. Cold weather, Ravens, tough team. But I wonder where the Ravens are. You know, they put a lot of effort into yes. that 49er game. So you wonder if it's a let – I can't imagine it being a letdown spot, especially with John Harbaugh being the coach. No. And Cowboys, look, it just at a certain point, it's who you are. They can't win on the road. I mean, they, they played they played hard, but it, it's the mistakes. I mean, look, I, I – 
easy for me. I mean, the Pollard thing, I still don't know how he didn't get in. We're doing fullback dives. You know, it, it's a bad penalty at the bad at the worst time. Mm-hmm. It's giving up a sack at the worst time. It reminded me a lot of their trip to Philly because that's a game the Cowboys, to me, should have won. And their own undoing, their own mistakes, the zaniness, they cost themselves in Philly and they cost themselves in Miami. It's just who they are on the road. So guess what? They're going to be playing the NFC South winner most likely that week one in the playoffs. Who you got in that game? Come of course on, you got the Cowboys. Of course yeah, you well, got the you, Cowboys. Well, you know what, though? I'll tell you what. Show me, show me the Cowboys going to Tampa and laying three and a half, and I'm riding with Baker. All right, well, that's a different story. We'll see what the spread is, but I think the Cowboys <laughs> end up winning the game, and I think that they will be they in damn the well better. Or Mike McCarthy's going to be changing addresses. It's amazing how just certain coaches have so much attached to them, and he's one of them, but I do think – that when you think about the Cowboys, they are going to be a pain in the ass in the playoffs. I do believe that, and I do believe that they will make it to the divisional round at least. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Raiders Chiefs. Look, let me start with the good. It's just I want to implore Mark Davis to one time show competence as an owner and as a franchise. Just give Antonio Pierce the job. They play hard for this dude. They They play physical. Boomer, they bullied the Chiefs in Arrowhead. They were so physical and they were so domineering. They didn't have to complete a pass after the first quarter. I just can we just give Antonio Pierce the job, please? Yeah, he was uh, he's leading them to an ass kicking is what he did. And I think if you're Mark Davis, it's Christmas and you beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Uh, I think you got to give him the job. I, I don't know how you don't give him the job, but then you got to find him a quarterback. I mean, you really got to find him a quarterback. They can't keep winning games this way. And you know, Aiden O'Connell uh, obviously is a rookie. He's had moments. But you could see that, you know, he played, Antonio Pierce played the game the way that Brian Dable tried to play the game the first time Tommy DeVito stepped on the field against the Jets without throwing a ball, playing defense, punting. And then what was really the true statement here, Mike, was how they ran it down their throats in the fourth quarter. Yep. To me, yep. that, that tells you a, another team is getting its ass kicked when the other team comes in, doesn't even have to throw or complete a pass and runs it right down your throat and eats up the clock. Perfect. Boomer, who are you more, who are you more worried about, Chiefs or Eagles? Uh, right now, I would say that's a good question. I would say the Chiefs for me because I don't like the way their offense is playing. I don't like the way that Patrick Mahomes is playing, and I know that sounds, um, I, I guess, sacrilegious because he is a great player and he can do so many fantastic things. But yeah, but both too much secondary. There's too much secondary. There's too much secondary stuff. Too much, let me snap the ball, let me stand around here, let me see if I can find Travis Kelsey as opposed to, you know, planting that back foot and letting it rip and reading the defenses. And I, I guess he's in a bad spot mentally right now. That's the only way I could put it. Yeah, I, you know, listen, everybody can have a bad day. We've seen Tom Brady melt down on people. Like, I'm all for it. I like the intensity. But part of the problem, Pat, is you. Like, just play. Enough of the yelling and the screaming and all that. And the Kelsey stuff, it is what it is. I mean, I, I – I stand by it. I think this dude is distracted. I also think he's 34 and his body's failing him. No, I mean, it's just – I mean, Boomer, and, and look, those aren't crimes. It's just reality. But he's not the same player. 
And you like, this, is the way I, this is the way I think about this whole Taylor Swift thing. I, I think it's great up? for the NFL. I really do. And I know maybe hardcore NFL fans like yourself had enough of all this. But I'm just wondering how she must be doing mentally with all the memes and stuff out there that are being made of her from the fan bases of uh, teams that, you know, fan bases that hate the Chiefs and can't stand them winning. And you can just imagine just the overload that's probably coming her way. Let me, let me, tell, let me tell you this. His relationship is the least of my worries. I get more annoyed with him that he's in 356 commercials that are going to air this week. <laughs> and he's got this podcast that he uses as a personal platform to be constantly aggrieved. Do yourself solid. Go play. All right? Don't drop yep. a ball. I don't really care who you're dating. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't. It's not my business. You Let know, what man, question. woman, whatever. Like, do your thing. Live your life. But, man, your performance on the field, you don't get to blame the media for that. No, That's you don't. You. But, I, but I thought he actually played tough last week. I thought he, he, especially in the beginning of the game, he caught a couple passes and ran, tried to run guys over, and he was trying to meet physicality with physicality. So he's not the same player he was when he was 28, for sure, but he's still a great no. player. Here's the other thing I'll say. If you and I, let's be honest, Mike, if you and I were okay. approached by all these different companies to do their commercials, what would we say? Well, hold on. Now, a little bit different because you and I are approached by all these companies. It doesn't affect our shows. I mean, hold on a minute. You're not asking me to run a seam route. I'm just making a point here. Um, I, I, I just feel like, at, you know, what the Chiefs need to do is dial it down. You know, next year is going to be a new year. Less noise, less nonsense. Get back to basics because you're right, Boomer. It's just too much secondary stuff. That's all. And don't come on. You and I. You're approached by every brand on the planet, including Casamigos. That's yes. called a segue, people. <laughs> See, it doesn't affect my game. Casamigos, the smoothest tequila on the planet. Enjoy the entire family of Casamigos tequilas, the Reposado, Inejo, the Blanco, Cristalino, or the Mezcal. They got them all. Casamigos tequila is brought to you by those who drink it Casamigos Tequila reminds you, always, especially New Year's coming up, celebrate responsibly.